0: You're listening to the news and why it matters on demand.
1: This is the news.:
0: And why, why? why? Why
1: it matters: Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story for you?:
0: I'm going to go with the uh, I'm going to go with the day number two of the uh, Jim Acosta.
1: Okay.
2: All right, still wow. wow, Jim Acosta. He's getting all the headlines he wants, I guess. He is. This is amazing. No, but, I, but I want to take it a different place. Have, it's have,
0: not this it's I want to take it a different place. Yeah, you have a good take on it, so I'm glad to hear
2: it. Um I will say uh, the shooting this morning and put, trying to put it in perspective.
1: Okay, Jason.
3: Even more turmoil in the Supreme Court, possibly. All right. That's a this
0: is gonna drive them nuts. <laughs> I know,
1: nice. I know. Uh before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsor, Riduzone. Uh, so, America has a problem with overeating and weight. Really? Yes.
2: I hadn't noticed that. Hey, let it me loosen my belt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, I know this from personal experience, uh, having lost a large amount of weight myself. And so, I know, you know, you got, you got the crash diets, and then you yo-yo back and forth, and you gain the weight back. It's really hard. Riduzone helps with that because uh, they basically have extracted the good molecule in olive oil that helps boost metabolism and help you feel full. So you're craving less all the time. It's helped me with that. Um, I haven't gained the weight back that I lost, uh, which is huge. Literally, it was very huge. (laughs) Um, But it it really does help with that. So you can go to riduzone.com right now and save 30% off a three-month supply by using promo code THEBLAZE. Try it, see if it works for you. It's $1.79 a day, uh, which is nothing when you think about how much you're investing in your health. So you can go to R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Use promo code THEBLAZE for 30% off. Glenn.
0: I want to kind of explore the, the, the idea that Americans now have to be parents, not only in their own home but for those in the media and those in Washington, what I saw yesterday and the way people were behaving uh, with Jim Acosta and the president, they both were little children. Quite honestly, I'm not going to make excuses for Donald Trump, but I thought he was the better of the two by far in this case. But I have two children. I have a son and a daughter, and they're always fighting with each other, you know, and they're always, and I know both of them, I know that she is always needling him and always tattletaling and always trying to get him into trouble. He is also just like, you know, my sister drives me nuts and he would, he loses his temper sometimes. Well, that's what we have. Acosta is my daughter needling the president all the time, just trying to get him into trouble, okay? Just trying to be the big dog. And the president lost his temper yesterday. And I have no problem, because I think he held it for a very long time, as we said yesterday, I think he held it for a very long time. Um, But the two of them need to knock it off. But it's not even Acosta, it's CNN that should be ashamed, The president revoked his uh, credentials. But I'm having a hard time with this because I don't believe that, I don't want the president to be able to pick who's covering him, you know, and just revoke credentials. I don't like that. However, what was the president supposed to do? You can't live like this. But here's where, here's where it really breaks down in society. Because half of us, are saying, Jim Acosta, he's a hero, and half of us are saying, the president is a hero. We're both, we're acting like bad parents. We know both sides, when we're alone with each other, not in public, but when I'm alone with a bunch of Trump, really hardcore Trump supporters, when nobody's listening, they will say, I hate the way the tweet things, I hate all of that, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. Same thing with the other side. I think, I hope, that they are saying, yeah, CNN's out of, out of control. I'm not sure because I don't a lot have of credit. I, well, I don't have a lot of lefty friends, but I do have a lot of Democratic friends, and they're sick of it as well. We have to stop choosing sides. We have to say, when Twitter, I saw this all last night, oh, so you're against uh, 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 Acosta's. Or what's his name, Acosta? Acosta. Uh, <laughs> you're against Acosta, so you're just excusing Trump? No, that's not what I said. That's not what he said. It's like children. I'm dealing with you right now. I'll talk to your brother alone. I'm talking about what you did. I don't care what he did and it's so frustrating but there's some another level and if you look at Jonathan Haidt and we're going to talk about this on radio hopefully tomorrow Jonathan Haidt says that there are six moral foundations and the six moral foundations liberals now remember he's a liberal progressive liberals yes, have at least i don't know who'd huh? say that about himself now but he was so yeah. when he started research for this book he was yeah so he says liberals have three moral foundations and they are uh, care, fairness, and liberty. We have Conservatives have six. We have those three. But then we also have loyalty. We have respect for authority. And I'm trying to remember what the... La- and uh, sacredness, or um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what he calls it. But, you know, is there nothing sacred? That's where this breakdown is coming down. In our conversations. Because all they're talking about now is liberty. They want to say, uh, "Come Uno." <laughs> it's my dog is with me because we had to put his best friend down uh, on Monday, so he's kind of sad. He's
1: very, he's very curious about the camera. Yeah, now.
0: so he's yeah, so he's just kind of hanging out with me at work. Um, but um, uh, we can't talk to each other because all they want to do is talk about liberty, and the president should do th- he should do this well. We want to talk about authority. It's the president. You asked your question. You just kept going. We have to have some order. So we're just talking over each other.
1: What's interesting to me, too, is um, I seem to recall when Obama was in office, we would get... Uh, in trouble for not saying President Obama. Yes, like, that was that. That was the level of respect that you needed yes. to have for him. Was it's it? You disrespectful couldn't just, say Obama. just to say Obama. Right, mm-hmm. but it somehow now it's okay to badger the president. No, it's fine to
3: call him a racist. Yeah, the most ridiculous thing I think about this whole like war between, especially between I guess the president and CNN, is that this shouldn't have been up to the White House to revoke his credentials. yeah this yes. should have been on CNN. Yes. Because that was just a, it is you're not following the rules. You're being disrespectful, not only to the president and ask. So he asked the question, framing it as, hey, buddy, you're a liar. Care to explain why you lied to us about this? That's how he framed the question. But that should Which have been. Which again wasn't even but, true. But think about how no, disrespectful not. it was to the rest of the journalists there that really wanted to ask questions and get answers. He's just there to grandstand. He was there to play Jerry Springer and start a fight, and he didn't give a crap about everybody else that was so
0: there. So CNN has said it. I mean, uh, what's his name? That's running it, uh, Zucker. Um, he he actually has come out and said, "Hey, the people the people are king, and the people. When we're talking about Trump, the ratings are good. The minute we stop <laughs> talking about Trump, the ratings are bad." He knows that. It's, it's what Ted Koppel was saying a few weeks ago, and they, oh, and Brian Stelter, oh, no, 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 we're pure. No, you're not. The guy running your company says, we know that when, the ra- when we're talking about Trump, our ratings are good. When we stop, our ratings are bad. That's why we're talking about Trump. That's what he said. This is just a show for them, and they're using our emotions, and they're using... Uh, our country, our relationships, for what? For ratings. The, the conundrum with CNN, and
3: and, and I, actually, I look at a lot of the ratings, and all of the ratings that you look at for people that are watching the, the 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 most amount of Americans that are watching cable news, they are far skewed on the on the networks that are very partisan. So, like Fox News is leading everybody. Um, they're obviously not liberal. Uh, MSNBC is very, very competitive, right? You know, right there with them. CNN's way down on, on, on the line, uh, way down on the list. And th- to me, the reason that that's interesting is because they're trying to. I guess they're holding the. You know, the line of we're the ones in the middle, you know, like we're we're the least partisan. They're not. Even when they are like not partisan, like when you have like a Jake Tapper or whatever, who's really good. And Jake Tapper, I think, should be like leading all the other ones combined. But when they it's, it's like they just the mere fact that they're supposed to be like in the middle and they're not taking a hardcore side. No one wants to hear that. I think they've abandoned
2: their brand. Totally. uh, With with the Trump stuff. I mean, I I can't, you know, it's so hard to relate to what you're saying from from Zucker as they say, this is the guy, they they know the ratings are good when Trump is on. It's the exact opposite with me. I've heard all these Trump arguments 15,000 times. I have no interest in it anymore. I've heard all of the same arguments, the same points, these same hosts on there saying the same things every day. And It's like it's tiring, and so, they've abandoned the brand of this is CNN and trying
0: to at least appear as if they're you know news people. No, they're, they're just not even they're, trying it, at many of them. At worst, they are just playing for ratings. At best, they're just trying to signal virtue signal to the yeah. rest of the world. We're on the right side of this.
2: Can we say one other quick thing about this before we go? Um, there's just that weird thing where both of these sides are. Are just telling us these strange tales like there's video of this woman walking up and trying to take the microphone at no point was he um, harassed by this woman. What did she did the woman do anything to him in a physical way other than just try to get the microphone? It was a minor incident. The biggest thing you could say about it was maybe it was a nudge. The same thing with Acosta. Acosta is, you know, he's the douchiest of douches to me. I can't stand Jim Acosta. He did not assault this woman. He did not punch her. He did not press hard against her. He moved his arm down six inches. We all saw it on video. Sarah Huckabee Sanders tweets out a, a video in which they have sped up the arm, moving down to make it look like he hit her. Like, this is, we, we are, you always talk about postmodernism, modernism Glenn, where you just, no one has, it's a post-fact era, doesn't matter what you see with your eyes, you just say whatever you want to say, and that's where we are on both sides of this, it's insanity. And
1: that, that brings up, um, I wanted to show an example of that uh, while we're talking about this, mm. so I tweeted out, last night after they revoked his credentials. Tell, I mean, tell me if there's anything wrong with this. I said Acosta was rude to Trump and disrespectful to the White House staffer, but he didn't assault anyone. I don't think his actions warrant credentials being suspended, but it's hard to have sympathy for a man who was basically asking for it.
2: This is like exactly, that's exactly it, how I feel, basically. Right, like
1: there's nothing, there. I, I didn't think that I had said anything seriously offensive.
2: I, I agree with his credentials
3: being suspended. Wait,
1: wait, and that's let's fine. Let's get to it, let's, get, let's come yeah, back to it. Yeah, that's fine, that. that's fine. So I want to show some of the responses that I got that just completely blew me away that that they would take what I said and turn it into this asking for it what a disgusting thing to say with that one statement I know everything I need to know about you and your horrendous ignorance nobody asks to be touched without consent (laughs) which is what the staffer did to a cost of shame on you can I let's show me show one more you're the type of person that thinks that a woman is asking for it when she wears revealing clothes (laughs) they're actually telling me that I can't use the term now asking for it because that's sometimes used when people get <laughs> sexually assaulted,
0: dog whistle. Yeah, Don't you know what a dog whistle no, is. No, that's
1: that's really what it's, they were telling me, and I was like, What no, world are we living in yeah, now?
0: It's insane, and I and I tell you, I think, I think we're t- we're we're we are now over the hill, and it may be coming back down the other side now. I. I I can't imagine, and it's probably going to get much worse, but I can't imagine that we're not starting to collect a lot of people, but they have no place to go yet, but we're not seeing a lot of people who are just like, Ike, this is stupid. And they're just done with both sides. They're just done with it. They still care about the issues, but they don't want to hear the bickering anymore.
1: Yeah, so they probably don't have a Twitter account then.
0: Probably
2: not.
1: All right. uh, We'll get to the shooting uh, when we return.
2: If you go to settings and then muted words and you put in Acosta, your Twitter feed gets a lot better.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour. On tour this fall.
1: Uh, we are gonna actually get back to an off-air conversation we were having, but before we do that, we do want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. Stu, you are a big, big proponent of, of Home Title Lock.
2: I am. I heard this uh, about this a while ago because there's this crime that's been growing across the country. Uh, it's called home title fraud, and I think a lot of times we try to protect ourselves over these little tiny things. This is a big thing. I mean, this and could th- be
0: hundreds you- of thousands of dollars. And you think you have protection when you have, you know, title insurance? No, no, no. That's until the closing. Once it's closed, you don't have title insurance. Nobody's protecting yeah, your I, title. I
1: had no idea about this issue until yeah. I started hearing you talk
0: about it's it. Fastest growing crime, in,
2: according to the FBI. And yeah, the United States. and so you know, this uh, home title lock—they they hold all—they're the—they're the kind of a, the conduit of the titles. So they are able to hold this and see if someone's coming after your title without your consent. They can stop it. They can block it for for you and make sure that people can't get access to your home equity. If someone takes out a few hundred thousand dollar home equity loan on your behalf and you get stuck with a bill even if eventually maybe you get them to get it to reverse it, it's going to be tens, $20,000 in legal fees and all the other stuff to get it done. And there's just not a lot of ways to stop it. It's really just home title lock. You know, uh, it
0: really is a problem with people who are elderly, too, yeah. because they're not noticing it, and most likely they have huge amounts of equity. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they find themselves on the street because of a loan they didn't take out, and they paid for their house. Yeah. Mm.
1: Uh, so it is really important, and you can get a hundred-dollar search for free right now if you go to uh, hometitlelock.com and sign up. Uh, I highly recommend doing that because you'd never know it unless you do the, unless you do the search. So, hometitlelock.com.
0: Uh, Jason, can we go back yes. to you on? Um revoking, well, yeah, revoking the, credentials. the credentials. You said you were for it. I was. And
3: I, you know you know my background before. I've been in multiple situations like this when I've been with a public
0: figure, even politicians in, in, in some cases. So people don't know Jason was a protector. He was one of my protectors on my unit for a while. Um, he's never told me who, but I know the level that he was at. So they were They were high-level politicians, high-level celebrities. You've seen this. I've
3: I've seen this firsthand, and and there's very little things. There's not much you can do in that situation. So like you can't, if people are not following the rules, you really can't go in there and take them out, especially when you're dealing with public figures and manhandle someone and take them out. But so there's only so many things you can do. If people can't follow the rules and they all agree to the rules going in, that's what gives them the access. That's what gives them the credentials. Or the wristband or whatever. If they can't, then you have to have... You cannot allow them to be in that, you know, in, in that uh, situation, in For that instance, area.
0: Why do you suppose the White House had a woman, a girl, intern or employee go try to get that microphone instead of a big guy?
3: Oh, because he would. it would instantly be viewed as he was manhandling Correct. This person.
0: Correct. Instantly. So the president only has so many things he can do. But one of the things I think the president should never do is tell the news companies who they should have. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, ultimately, this comes down, and, and you just said this was uh, off
3: air, Was it comes down on C- to CNN. Yeah. This shouldn't be on the White House. CNN should be the ones to, to, to say, look, this is our credibility on the line. Like, you're not only being disrespectful to every other journalist and to the, the president, but you're also making us look bad. You know, you have to follow the rules.
0: Otherwise, we're never going to get access. So I- we had trouble at CNN, I'm sorry, at Fox, because I was at Fox, and you remember the White House? Uh, who was at the White House that we loved? Remember when I put a little picture on my desk one time, and I was like, I love you, because he was asking tough questions? <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, that was Jake Tapper, wasn't it, back in the day? No, because he worked for Fox. It was oh, whoever Major was, Garrett. Major Garrett. Mm. So Major Garrett would would ask tough questions. And I put a little love you know picture on my desk one night and I got my head handed to me by Fox. And they said, do you realize the trouble you already cause in the White House press room? All of the press are like, you're a fake network because you have Glenn Beck. And so Major Garrett had called and said, could you please tell Glenn Beck? Not to say that he likes me; it's only making it worse. I got the riot act. I could not talk about the press room. I could not talk about Major Garrett because the White House was so pressuring Fox and all of the press corps to shut up and to shut me up. Wow! Wow! Uh, my big issue with the with the and I, I
2: I take your point there. I mean, he he wasn't following the rules, uh, and you know. I don't that's not it's not the right thing to do. He, I mean, Jim, there's nothing you can say about Jim Acosta in a positive light. I mean, the bottom got line is the guy is there every day so he can hopefully go. I guarantee he goes to Twitter afterwards and looks at all the wonderful comments because he wants to be Mr. Tough Guy against so That's what he sees as the right thing to do. And, and you know, CNN's not going to punish him because that's exactly what they want him to do. They yeah. want him to be that person. Um, the only thing I would say about the, the credentials is Jim Acosta's goal is to be a martyr. Jim Acosta's goal is to, is to be the guy that stood up and he took it from, from Donald Trump. I'm not going to back down no matter what. He wants to be that guy. And you're just feeding into his ego by elevating him essentially to an, you know, an equal with the president of the United States. I would much rather have invite him every single time and never ask Don't him a question. Him. And you that know, would burn him I, and it, so bad. That lo- that's his, so his gig yes. is the attention. That's what he and wants.
3: I think they've actually done tried that with him before, and he still has stood up and started yelling out
0: oh, yeah remember, hey, But I mean,
1: they gave him a microphone this time. No,
0: yeah. I know Trump that. But remember that. when he was over someplace, he's done it a couple of yes. times yes. where he did it, I think, with Putin, where you weren't supposed to ask any questions at this particular time. Did it with Kim Jong-un. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's Trump and Kim Jong-un. And, he, and he's on tape saying, I don't care what they tell us. M- you know, uh, President Un. And it, yeah, he's, you, I mean, he can't. Look, there's, the, there's decorum. It's yes. the president. There, there's got to be real, rules. Real quick, because I want
1: really to. Really
3: quick, there's got to be rules, and and the, the credentials are the only thing that you have. I don't I don't support a, an indefinite suspension. Suspend him for five days. Yeah. When he comes back, hand him back to hand him his credentials back, and say, look, these are the rules. Follow them, and we're golden. Yeah. that's all you
2: have. To I mean, do. Trump only does one or two press conferences a year anyway, so <laughs> I know they're going to have this issue for a while. Yeah.
1: Uh, moving on to the shooting.
2: Uh, yeah, obviously terrible story, um, and you know it sucks waking up every day and seeing yet another one of these things. Um, you know, and I understand, you know, as conservatives, obviously people who really respect and, and and love the Second Amendment and think it's very important, it's easy for us, I think, to to you know get to that point where we're like, ah, you know, this again, we're gonna have this gun argument, and you know, all these you know left wing people today are on Twitter saying how bad the gun laws problem is. In California. Like, yeah, well, I was going to get to that. Yeah, that's, first of all, it's ridiculous. But also, like, I kind of understand. Like, it, I do feel that every time I wake up today, I woke up, and you see the alerts on your phone. It's like, oh, God, not again. These poor people doing nothing wrong are victimized by someone they don't know. And, you know, we're not going to get into the details of the shooter and all that because we don't do that here. We're not going to try to give them any more press. We're not going to, you know, give them, you know, the attention that they, des- they desire. But it's hard to keep all this stuff in perspective. And, you know, there's a, st- a story in the, um, uh, in the Washington Post, and this one came out, I think, after the Vegas shooting, and you know, it's showing like how many of these things there have been, and there have been, you know, a good amount. We've talked about all the details around them; we don't need to rehash it. But it's hard to put it in perspective. Uh, Glenn and I have been on tour. We're going to be going back out um, in uh, a couple. Thirty. 30th, 30th. November thirtieth. 30th, November thirtieth is our next one in, in Tampa and Orlando that that week. And one of the things we kind of go through are, are the positive things about the country. Uh, you know, is, our, is the Western way of life worth, worth saving? And you go through and you realize, like, the things that have come with capitalism and freedom and, uh, and, and all its associated parts have done so much more than we could ever imagine on the good side than, than the things like this that are on the bad side. And, you know, the the Washington Post story in particular said, I think it was 1,165 people have been killed in mass shootings. And this goes back several decades. Like, when you really stop and think about it, first of all, it kills you because they put the pictures. They have, like, little um, shadows of all the outlines of the people. And you see 1,100 people. You're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is terrible. And it is. It is. Every single one of them is terrible. When you take a step back, though, 1,100 people over 30 years is not a reason to upend the most successful nation that has ever Uh, been created. It's not a reason to upend uh, a billion people out of poverty. Every single one of those relatives who knows those people, it's I'm sure it does feel that way. And I I don't want to take anything away from that. It's we should have zero of these things. There's no doubt. Um, But, you know, we're talking about like, you know, falling in pool level type deaths. It's like not it's not it's not as much as it feels like. And I think that's one of the things we've tried to do with the blazes coverage is to not give those that dramatic attention Mm -hmm. that they need. But to to the point you you mentioned here, and and this is where I was going. This is the this is one of the big things. Because this one happened in California. The article also mentions this. They say California has had more public mass shootings than any other state, with 25. The tweet today said it's become the central location for mass shootings. It's also a central location of the toughest gun laws in America. They have every. There is no gun law that that is constitutional. Um, And has been proposed by a Democrat that basically is not in effect in California. Um, And the fact that they, you know, that these things keep happening there is just a sign of how ineffective gun laws would be in this situation. You know, we're never going to get past this stuff, I guess. We're going to have to have this argument every single time. And I think it's important as Second Amendment defenders, we remind people the facts on this issue. Uh, But, you know, you have these these solemn days yet again. I hate going through them. It's really hard to deal with the fact that this is at some level part of freedom and you know, you're, you're not going to be able to stop it by, by you know, putting on you know, a, a, a maximum clip uh, capacity or whatever. You're not going to be able to do that with these laws. You have to be able to change this with, at a more of a, a root issue. And I don't think many people are interested in doing that.
3: I lived in California for the longest time, and the gun laws are straight up unconstitutional. Yeah, yeah. Straight up unconstitutional.
1: And I, I want to continue this conversation further into overtime, but uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
0: It's, uh, you, you, can't, you can't even protect yourself. There. No, I... I uh, hey, it's Glenn. And if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast.
1: Glenn, when did you say you're going back out on tour?
0: November 30th, I think, is the first day. It's that week or weekend. Uh, we're going to Orlando and Tampa and get your tickets. It's a fun, funny show.
1: Awesome. It's glennbeck.com slash tour. All right, go there now. And uh, we're going to continue this conversation about the shooting and California gun laws here in overtime. Those of you who have not subscribed to the podcast, go subscribe, rate us, give us 20 billion stars, however many you can give us. We'll see you in overtime.
2: going seems about right. I don't think we need any more than that. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a Premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe.
1: Uh, just wrapping up this, this conversation about the California shooting, Jason, you said that California has, you lived there, and they have the most unconstitutional gun laws. Can you expand upon that?
3: Well, I just, uh, they do things that you know is unconstitutional, and I don't know how they get around it. And, for instance, uh, the first thing, coming from Texas, the first thing I wanted to do was to apply for a concealed handgun license. And um, I talked to a person that had gone through it, and I was like, so what is the, uh, you know, what's the process? And they're like, well, you're not getting a concealed handgun license. I was like, I I can apply for it. Like, what do you, there's still a thing Called the Bill of Rights, you know, I can still go through this process. He goes, Oh, you can go through the process. But the current way that the Sheriff's Department handles it, and that's who you submit your application uh, to, is that he takes your application, he looks at it, makes sure you filled everything out and signed your name, you know, and didn't misspell it or whatever, and then puts it straight in the filing cabinet, doesn't even consider it. I was like, How is that legal? I, I didn't
0: get it. So that's better than in New York. It takes 440 days. Uh, And I don't know how many trips you have to go to. You have to go to this office to get something. You have to go to this office. You have to make an appointment. If you miss the appointment, then you have to start all over again. Mm -hmm. It is a crazy. You don't get one in the end but it's it's crazy they just make it absolutely impossible. If I remember that one of the books, one of your books has a yeah.
2: chart of how to do it in there and it's like one of those flow charts. It was I, 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 it was impossible to and even understand. And we did it. we
0: actually had a guy do it. Yeah. And it took him And it wasn't concealed it carry. It was half. just having a car- it was having a weapon in his in his apartment. In, yeah, <gasps> in his apartment. Not concealed carry. Mm-hmm. When you when it, they might do things
3: differently now but I know when you buy a gun in California because this is when, when I bought mine, you uh, they gave you a little pamphlet and I'm assuming maybe this is from the state. I, I don't know, but the title of the pamphlet was "How to Own a Gun in California and Not Go to Jail." <laughs> I swear to
2: God, <laughs> I was like, "What?" Well, I mean, <laughs> you
3: feel like you're in another country. Imagine yeah. if they did this <laughs> with,
2: other, with other, rights. I mean, you know, imagine if they had when people when I mean this because this is what they used to do in the South back mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the racist days. They would go down there and if a black person came to uh, you know set up uh, they wanted to vote, well, they'd make them go through nine million hoops and never let it happen. You can't do that with a constitutional right. The fact that they're even asking for a, a, a permit in the first place is probably unconstitutional as the founders designed it. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be something you are guaranteed the right to be able to do, not permission from the government to do it. Mm-hmm. You're guaranteed the right to do it from God. Uh, so it is a, it, you know, we're already backwards
0: with it. And the fact that they're going to go this far, uh, you know, it's like, shows where they're it's going. Like, you know, you have freedom of religion. You just need a permit yeah. to be able to talk about it. You have freedom of speech. You have a freedom of gather, and you know that's one of the things. You have the freedom to uh, gather as a group. Well, I need I need to get permits to do that. You no, know, you, you, they, they add these layers to the Constitution that were not originally there. We've been so indoctrinated to think that we need special permission.
3: You, you brought this up. I mean, you triggered something in my head. That we've been so indoctrinated to think that we do need special permission for our basic constitutional rights. So, for one, like, so, uh, just really quick, like the Wyatt Earp story. Like, everywhere he Wyatt Earp went, he, the first thing he did was ban firearms in a, in a city. You can't do that come on. I mean, the, the, his famous showdown in the OK Corral, he was going to disarm people. I mean, mm. they hadn't committed a crime. He was going there to disarm them. No, this is not a good story. <laughs> like what everyone idolizes about this great old West story is blatantly unconstitutional.
0: Mm. Um, I just got a letter in last week from uh, a woman. No. Yeah. Woman. Mom She's sitting down doing homework and they're Eight-year-old is doing homework, and she's like, Mom, could you help me with this? I don't think I understand this. And it was about the Constitution, and it was about the uh, First Amendment and your freedom of speech. And the homework uh, said that everybody has a freedom of speech. However, it's all regulated by the government. (laughs) And the government, of course, is regulated by the people. And when there's a problem... Of speech that makes someone feel unsafe, they can go to the government and say, this speech needs to be banned. Wow. And the government, to make sure that everyone is safe, can ban speech. So this right is not an absolute. It's a balance between the people and the government when they get together to protect others. Wow. That was That's what they're teaching now. Holy wow.
1: crap. Wow. That's absolutely terrifying. (laughs) Uh, Jason, I want to move on to the Supreme Court and Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
3: Yeah, so... Actually, really sad story yeah. she um, 's eighty five now, so um, any any kind of small something that would be not as big of a deal to like us like breaking a rib or whatever would and could breaking be the rib is really very painful. painful very painful but but for someone at, like that 's eighty five that could be like a really big deal. I, I read one that said there's a very high pop probability or possibility that someone her age when, that's, when this happens that she could develop pneumonia because yeah. she can 't mm-hmm. breathe Easy. enough and so and at eighty five that could be very, very fatal. Yeah. Um, the good news for her is that she seems kind of actually pretty stout. She's had a, a stint that she had, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, put in. And she's, and she's fully there. And, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fully there. Is the, fully prob- there.
0: the problem with with older people at, at her age is you can be really health, healthy, but you have one major issue and you go downhill fast. fast. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was just thinking
3: about, I mean, the Supreme Court's already in turmoil. Um, I don't know if they're going to go towards, like, some kind of, I don't know what the House is going to do. All the investigations they could be doing, will they go after Kavanaugh? I mean, who knows? They they could. Um, They they probably don't have much of a leg to stand on now since Mm -hmm. most of them are recanting (laughs) <laughs> some of, the, some Man, of these witnesses are recanting.
2: They are still. There was a report uh, just the other day. There was a conservative uh, blogger who happened to be on the tr- in a Sella train. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, yeah. So. With, uh, with someone in the Democratic leadership, and they were talking about going out. He was on the phone talking to people about going after Kavanaugh once they got the power. It was He was a House member. Impeaching
3: Kavanaugh and impeaching Trump, yep. I think is what mm-hmm. they said. Um, who knows? So they are tossing it around.
0: Will, it will not work out for them.
3: But I mean, I, I can uh, Grassley, uh, uh, Judiciary Committee, Committee Chairman Grassley, has already said that if if there is an opening on the Supreme Court uh, in tw- 2020, they're not going to to bring it to the bring it to the floor. They're just not going to consider it. They'll let the next incoming president. E- e- maybe Trump gets reelected. Then they'll then they'll bring it forward. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait. That's uh, what? He's already said that. Said that right after they confirmed Kavanaugh. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. He said that in 2020, it, that. if an opening comes in, in, 2020. 2020. Oh, in 2020. 2020, in the final year.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, so. yeah. When that Still, even when that happens, they're, they're still going to pull the trigger on it. Yeah. They can say that now all they I want. I mean,
0: if they get to the summer of 2020 and you're in the middle of the election, you know, you, the, you could make the case. Because that's what the case, mm-hmm. foolishly, that's the case that the Republicans made. Yes. You can't bring that. So they've kind of set the precedent. Yeah. I, I I don't agree with the precedent. That's not. They should have brought what's his name uh, Garland Garland's name to the floor and voted. Uh, That's what should have happened. I mean, they should have voted it down. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. should have brought it. But they should sure. have brought it to the floor and voted it. Uh, voted on it. Here here's the here's the thing. Um, can you imagine? Can you imagine if Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the one that goes this year and. You put what was the woman's name? Amy, Amy Cohen Barrett. Barrett. It's the most recent one, though. Can you imagine replacing her with Amy Coney Barrett? They would polar opposites. Oh, good gosh! And the left will set the world on fire. Yeah. I, what are they going to
2: do? How can they go farther? What, <laughs> what are they going to do? Accuse her of gang rape too? What's the what's the uh, What's the, I don't even know where they go from their Kavanaugh approach.
0: Assassinations
2: and fireballs. Yeah, like you're like the legit violence at that point. And I, I mean, hopefully it doesn't come to that. Yeah. But man, Civil I mean. Civil war
3: at that and point. Interesting, interesting topic, though, is uh, that maybe this is too much of a conversation for the last few minutes here. But I mean, is this a good thing? I mean, if it's really this stacked,
2: right? If we mm-hmm. have like a six... Three. Yes. Six three stack. It is a good yes. thing. Is that a good thing? Yes. 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 Because it, it yes. because it's no. not about left and right. It's about constitution, constitution and not constitution. Yes. And that's, that's the issue. That's the if way it should of, be. None right. of the people on the left sh- that are there. Should be on the Supreme Court because none of them are there to defend the Constitution, and that's the problem. I'm not saying that every conservative I'm not justice sure is right Ka- on every case, but at least they're looking at it from an originalist perspective. That's that's a nasty, uh, you know. Again, Roberts. I'm not, sure is a, Ka- I'm not sure Kavanaugh is, and I don't
0: think Roberts. I think Roberts really screwed up. But the up. point, though,
2: is that at least they think at least that's the way they're thinking about it. Yes. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is outwardly saying that is not how she's thinking about it. I don't care what they thought about the Constitution. I don't care what it says. That's her well, job. I think this should be this. And that's a total, that's
0: that. That's like going in and saying, okay, half, do of the, your point. half of the guys who are going to work at McDonald's behind the counter are going to make tater tots because they think tater tots are better than french fries. McDonald's doesn't Make tater tots, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? They might be. We well, don't care. It? We think they're great. At Sonic, they have them. No, that's not what we
3: do. Courts scare the crap out of me right now. Um, I'm not going to lie about that. I, it seems like they're many times. It seems like they're just writing laws and where they right. have no no reason to. I think I think the president has appointed what 29 uh, uh, lower court judges so far. Um, there was nine circuit. I think just today. Um, overturned the or or, or kept the uh, the injunction on DACA or you know r- r- rolling back DACA said no yeah, he can't do that which is ridiculous to me this is a this is a an executive order from another president so the current president can't say no I don't I don't agree with that executive order ridiculous. I mean I can imagine if it was a congressional like if it was, was lo- the law of the land he wouldn't be able to do that this is an executive order from another president <laughs> so the court has no reason they have no ground to stand on to say you
0: can't do this. Mm-hmm. But the courts are, are acting as if they're the Constitution. Like that's they're like why, the law why, writers. That's why you must have constitutionalism. And it won't always work out for conservatives. Yeah. It, sometimes they'll rule against conservatives. Mm-hmm. So be it. Exercise the, the, the power that you do have, and that is to say, this is constitutional, this is not.
1: Uh, today's The Blaze Why question is for you, Stu. Than mm. uh, Henry wants to know, he says, I need the answer to this very important question. Mm. What did you eat at Melt Bar
2: oh, when Bar you were World. in Everything. Cleveland? Oh, my gosh. I just kept
0: ordering things. I That's just kept, what
1: I told him. I said yeah. probably like one of each thing on the menu. I I'll had
0: to keep him. him under a heat lamp <laughs> yes. because he, I was afraid he was going to solidify. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was bad. But I will say the
2: main thing the, uh, that I ordered the sandwich was called something called the Big Popper. And so it has, it's a grilled cheese, basically, and then in the middle of it, it had um, jalapeno poppers Ooh. in the middle of it. Also, like, a sweet cream cheese, and then it had, like, I think, powdered sugar on the outside oh of gosh. it. Uh, it was freaking delicious. I had oh a meatball
0: sub. It wasn't a sub. It was a sandwich with, with uh, garlic bread, a huge meatball, and then fried... Uh, mozzarella? Mozzarella. Mm. And, and, then, the and then toasted... And I ate, like, a quarter of it, and I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. I Tanya can't signed off on this? So uh, oh, she isn't listening
2: to the One more crazy one they have there. Yeah. The, I, and I, did, I looked at this, and I'm like, this can't be a sandwich, right? It apparently is. They take a, they take a piece of three-cheese lasagna. so good. Okay? They take the lasagna, and they do all sorts of what – I don't know what they do to it. But then they deep-fry the lasagna, oh deep-fry the whole piece, and then they put it on a
0: sandwich. And then they – Grill the sandwich. they grill it in a grilled cheese. It is fantastic. I am making that for the holidays. I love
2: that idea. Oh. I'll be over me know the time. <laughs> uh,
1: this segment brought to you by Melt Bar and Grill. <laughs> uh, it should be. Today's poll question. Do you think Jim Acosta assaulted the woman who oh, tried sorry. to grab his microphone? And then yesterday, uh, 89% of you said that Acosta did deserve to have his credentials revoked for his actions. 8% said no. 2% were unsure. That's all for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
2: It should be your goal to try to get one near 50%. But you should just try to find any question that you can get near 50%. Because they're always like 96%. Like you can't yeah. ever get. I will... Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand.
0: Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.